What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Z Commentary, the podcast. This is Zoe Huey speaking, and thank you for tuning in. And I also want to thank everyone who has checked out my last nine episodes. That's correct. I have nine episodes up so far. This is the 10th, which also means that this is the final episode of this first season of Z Commentary, the podcast. So if you have not already, make sure to go back and give those last nine episodes a listen, like literally pause this right now listen to episodes one through nine when you're done like them share them follow or subscribe to whichever platform you're listening to this podcast from and then come back and finish this episode so i want to start today's episode by sending my condolences to the families of congressman john lewis and reverend ct vivian now john lewis is someone who i've always known of and heard about ever since i was young he's someone who's very active in the atlanta community so his face was you know he was just always around however reverend ct vivian and i'm embarrassed to say this but prior to his passing i did not know of him um but i think that says a lot about what we're taught in school as it relates to black history and also what's conveniently left out of what we are taught you know so but after doing my research um i've learned that both of these icons played active roles in the civil rights movement they were both freedom writers they both worked alongside martin luther king and if it weren't for their courage and their bravery we would be living a very different reality today. I truly think that things would be extremely different without the work of those during the civil rights era. And although we have a very, very long way to go on the road to justice and fair treatment, we have to give credit to icons like these um, who help to make things a little bit easier for us. And I think that their deaths should motivate us to continue their legacies and fight the good fight and get into good trouble, as John Lewis would say. So again, I'm sending my condolences out to their families and I'm praying that their souls rest peacefully and that we can continue on their legacy and the way in which they would like us to. So now let's get into the gist of today's episode. As you can tell by the title, I will be talking about Keisha Kemp and the great mask debate y'all and i'm not gonna lie right now i'm feeling like (laughs) i feel like my intelligence is being insulted i feel like i'm being taken for a dummy right now because our governor brian kemp wants to act like he doesn't know how to enforce laws all of a sudden (laughs) i mean he claims that a mask mandate would not be legally enforceable Now, just for background reference, the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, recently ordered a mask mandate in the city, which basically meant that not wearing a mask in public would subject one to possible fine or up to six months in jail. The governor then suspended Atlanta's mandate, as well as other all other local mask mandates in the state. And soon after, he issued a lawsuit against Keisha Lance Bottoms, claiming that it was on behalf of all the Atlanta businesses and employees, as if a mask mandate hurts businesses somehow. When in fact, wearing a mask and physical distancing are literally the only reasons that businesses are still even allowed to be open right now in the first place. We have two options here. We could, one, enforce a mask mandate while keeping businesses open at a limited capacity, 
Or we could shut everything down and go back to stage one and enforce a stay at home order again. And I don't know about y'all, but a mask mandate sounds much better than another stay at home order. And don't don't get me wrong, because another stay at home order may very well be necessary at this point, considering how fast our cases are rising in Georgia. But some people are going to think that that's extreme. So let's come to a happy compromise, which is a simple mask mandate. Think about it. If we had applied this governor's logic to everything else that we have laws on, that would be like saying, well, we strongly encourage you to wear a seatbelt when you're driving, but if you don't, we're not going to punish you. Or we strongly encourage you to not text and drive, but if you do and we catch you, we're not going to do anything about it because that's out of our jurisdiction, that's none of our business. But again, we do strongly encourage that you wear a seatbelt, that you don't text and drive. I mean, the logic here is, is it, it doesn't make any sense, to put it plainly. I mean, if we're saying that we want people to wear seatbelts when they're driving, and we want people to not text and drive, and we have laws in place for if people do not follow these, those rules, then they'll get fined or they'll be arrested. Then the same thing needs to apply to wearing a mask. We are in the middle of a global pandemic, something that we don't have a vaccine for, something that people are dying because of every day. We have laws in place to make sure people wear their seatbelts to keep them from dying. We have laws in place to keep people from texting while driving to keep them from dying. A mask mandate would do the exact same thing. Keep people from getting sick. Keep people from dying. And keep in mind, this backlash is coming from a governor who just went on a statewide tour promoting the importance of wearing a mask. Yet he doesn't have the guts to mandate mask wearing. I mean, it literally makes no sense. And, you know, I'm just going to guess that he doesn't want to support this because maybe it would look bad to his base. Maybe it would look bad to his supporters. Or maybe he's such a sycophant to Trump that he's afraid of how he'll react. Maybe that's the reason why. But then again, we shouldn't expect so much from someone who weeks into the pandemic made the remarkable discovery that the virus could be transmitted to and from asymptomatic people. Oh my goodness. Who would have thunk it, Kemp? <laughs> I mean, that's literally something that everyone else on the planet knew except for the governor of Georgia. People like him are not fit to represent or serve a state or any group of people. He cannot say that he cares about people's lives, people's health, because he clearly doesn't care. If he cared, he would spend as much time making sure people wear masks, making sure that wearing masks is enforced and required when you're out in public, as he does undermining Keisha Lance Bottoms' authority in her city of Atlanta. A lawsuit is completely uncalled for and inappropriate considering the state that Georgia is in as it relates to COVID-19 and the number of cases that we have right now. He is showing where his mind is at and what is priority to him.
despite the lack of mandates, I encourage all of my listeners to wear a mask, to stay inside if you don't have a good reason to be out. But if you do, go to the grocery store, go get something to eat. If you're around other people, please make sure you're wearing a mask. That is literally the least that we can all do. I understand that being away from friends and not being able to socialize like we used to is difficult. Trust me, I understand. (laughs) But if you must, if you must go out, hang with other people, like I said, wearing a mask is the absolute least that you could do to keep yourself safe and others safe. The governor is being a hypocrite on this issue, but we are not going to let his misleading words and lack of leadership influence us down the wrong path. So that concludes this episode, you guys. And if you enjoyed this and would like to see more, please share this with your friends and put them onto something new. You can listen to podcasts while in the shower, driving in the car, getting ready in the morning, falling asleep at night, and much, much more. Once again, this is Zoe Huey, and I will catch y'all on the next season of Z Commentary, the podcast. Peace.